don't get distracted. Focus. Recently, God spoke to our apostle and told him that the enemy was bringing strategies to wear down his people. One of the most used weapons by Satan is to wear out, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. This strategy consists in placing one obstacle after another in the path of the children of God until they get tired. For that reason, he uses people, creates conflicts, and a great number of day-to-day -day problems in order to undermine their resistance and weaken their faith. If we are not careful, we may think that it is the people who are trying to stop our advancement or progress, but it is the devil himself making us stumble to wear us down. Satan knows that this plan works, especially with immature people and with those who are not able to discern. Seven strategies to wear ourselves out. The enemy knows that we are not going to surrender unless we have run out of strength. That is why he always repeats these seven strategies. Destruction, disappointment, criticism, betrayal, temptation, persecution, and accusation. He uses them again and again in continuous cycles. Number one, distractions. Distractions cuts our attention and separate us from the things of God. They come to wear us down, make us lose focus, and stop us from advancing to our destiny, call, or purpose. The enemy can use a person, but he can also use things or places to regain our focus. We need to know who we are in God and set our mind on the heavenly beings. Our mentality determines our purpose. Wherever our mind is set or established, that is the place where our focus will be. We need to focus again on God's original purpose for each one of us. Number two strategies, disappointments. A disappointment or disillusionment is the deception. Disappointment or impression we experience when something does not match the expectations that we had about it. Being disappointed can make you mentally, spiritually, and emotionally sick. The enemy takes advantage of the moment when you are most vulnerable and throws fire darts in the form of thoughts that poison you. Disappointments and disillusionments lead to depression, weaken our faith, and open doors to grief and mourning. What to do when someone is disappointed? In addition to all these, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Ephesians 6, 16. Although some people, things, or places may have disappointed you, God is with you. You must raise the shield of faith again. Do not be distracted. Do not be disappointed because, God, because what God has promised you, that dream, vision, or promise will come. Declare with me, today I cast out every spirit of destruction and disappointment. In the name of Jesus, I raise the shield of faith and extinguish every dart of fire from the enemy because I know God is good. Number two, criticism. Criticism is a judgment about a situation, a person, a job, or a service that may be done having or not having knowledge of what is being criticized or the circumstances that produce it. Criticism is the silent companion of every great man.
man or woman of God. If you want to hold a leadership position, you have to be prepared to receive criticism for not doing or not doing something. Number four strategy, betrayals. Every betrayal carries an assignment from hell itself. And its main purpose is to stop your purpose. Betrayals are very painful, painful, because you give your life, your love, and your time to someone because you believe in him or her. But that person conspires against you and betrays you. Jesus believed in Judas. The traitor was exposed to all the power and the presence of Jesus. He witnessed firsthand its miracle that Jesus died have done, but he never changed. Betrayal can make you feel guilty and ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Do not cry for a Judas because God will always have a Timothy in store for you. Number five strategy, temptations. A temptation is a sudden impulse that induces you to do wrong and to disobey God. Satan does not know you nor he can read your mind, but he does study each one of your movements and reactions, and he tempts you at the slightest distraction. At the moment that you are weakest, to overcome temptations, you must surrender to Jesus every corrupt desire. James 4.7 exhorts us, saying, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. A sign that a person is free is that they are no longer tempted by the things they once wanted. Number six strategy, persecution. Persecution tries to frighten you to stop your progress and expansion. When you stop doing something because you are being persecuted, it brings consequences. God removes his influence and anointing. So do not let persecution stop you from moving forward. Lastly, a strategy. Last strategy is accusations. Accusations is to attribute a crime, fault, or mistake to someone. Accusations come to destroy a person's reputation and testimony. The solution is to go to God. Jesus was accused, but nothing stopped him because he always stayed connected with the Father. If you want to walk in the visible blessings of God, you must be prepared to be persecuted and accused. Do not let the enemy's strategies stop you. Give your problems to God. You are called to go above and beyond any false accusations. Take the word of God, declare it, fight for your freedom, and expand yourself by force. How to focus again. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, it says there, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Focus all your attention on God and his promises. Many of us drag some wrong patterns based on Satan's lies. Now that we are in God, we have to change that mentality. We must set our minds on a goal. Focus on the purpose and the call of God and fulfill what we set out to do. For example, me and my wife, we have set a goal to buy a house or to build a house. So we agreed together not to spend any money going to restaurants or anywhere else. 
we started saving for our house. After three years, we had already uh, built our house. We set our minds on God and His Word, and nothing could distract us. James 1.8 says, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all we do. When we do not set our mind on a goal or purpose, we lose our focus. For example, during a church service, while the music ministry is worshiping, there are people who are distracted, thinking about things they need to do at home, accounts they need to pay, entertainment, people, and many other things. This happens because people without conviction get easily distracted. On the other hand, when someone knows their identity as a child of God, even if the enemy wants to distract them, they answer with certainty. I am a man. I am a woman of God. And you cannot distract me. So, if you want to remain faithful to your anointing, be faithful to your focus. And do not let the enemy wear you out. Nothing in your life will change until your mind is set and focused. Fight against distractions. God brought you to this country to progress, to grow spiritually, emotionally, and financially. But you must stay focused on God. Everything else will be added to you. Focus is like a magnet. Focus attracts three things. People, destiny, and opportunities. A focused person will attract people who think the same way, who know their destiny, and who can see the opportunities when they appear. On the other hand, when a person is distracted, opportunities move away. Be focused. Most of the spiritual children that we have in the world, around the world, are people with a mentality similar to him. You and I have a similar mentality because we love the supernatural. That is why the power of God and the Holy Spirit are with us. The Bible says that the people of God, the people of Israel, limited God and sinned against him because our God is not small nor cheap. Our God is great. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the Shaddai, which means more than enough. He opens doors that no one can close it. It is He who fills us with favor and grace, graces the poor, and prospers them. He shows us the heavens and His majesty. A new mentality is the solution. Having a new mentality is not an option. It is the solution to not be worn out by death and to not lose focus from our calling and purpose in God. He brought you to this country to change your mentality, to give you a kingdom mentality, and to be an agent of change for others. We all need God's favor, and this is the season where God will add more favor to your life. Do not get distracted. Focus on God's purpose. And in that way, as we are going to end this teaching, this teaching reflects your current spiritual and emotional state. I invite you today to make the following prayer with me to refocus and align yourself again with God's original intention. Wherever you are, when you follow me this prayer, say to your mouth open, Heavenly Father, I come before your presence, recognizing that I have lost focus of what is important and have allowed myself 
to be distracted by the enemy. I have lost sight of my calling, purpose, and destiny. I have lost sight of my of your presence and your power that gives me victory in life. I have become unproductive. I have lost my strength and see myself wandering in the desert without direction in my life. I repent with all my heart. I ask you to forgive me and give me back the joy of your salvation. I need your grace to seek you more in prayer. I need the presence of your Holy Spirit in me to discern the distractions that the enemy brings to my life. I commit myself to refocusing on you and your purpose and the goals I have set for myself. Today, I fix my gaze on you. I fix my mind on your word and on your promises to achieve a breakthrough in the areas of my life where the enemy gained around because of my loss of focus. As of today, and with the help of your Holy Spirit, I will remain focused on the original intention of the Father, seeking the things from above, watching and praying that the second coming of Christ will be in glory and majesty. All this I declare in the name of Jesus. Amen.